What's up? What's good? Welcome to Ahmed's Voice. My name is Ahmed. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Ahmed's Voice. Again, this is a venture into my thoughts, musings, verses, observations, and occasionally I'll have a guest come on and we'll have a cool conversation. Hopefully all the conversations will be cool. Again, thank you for joining me. Make sure you give me a follow on Instagram at Ahmed's Voice, Facebook at Ahmed's Voice, and Twitter uh, at Ahmed's Voice. And you can also search Ahmed's Voice at YouTube. Again, thank you for joining me. Uh, just a thought, just a mashup of thoughts, things I've been thinking of lately. I've been trying to figure out in which ways to take this audio adventure and kind of start off with different interviewing guests. But now I've just decided there's no format. Whatever I feel like doing, whatever I feel like saying, whatever I feel like talking about and sharing, I'll get on here and do it. And those who are interested will tune in and those who won't will tune out. Either way, it is all good. Uh, this episode entitled Emperor Mansa Munsa Pearls swine and stunted vision. I'm not going to be talking that long today. Just a couple of things that have been on my mind. You might wonder, Ahmed, how do all these things tie in together? Well, I'm going to let you know right now, I've been thinking a lot about vision, thinking a lot about what you commit yourself to, how you work on projects and how those reflect who you are personally, how hard you work on them and exactly understanding who are you working for and are you choosing the right vessel for <clears throat> your vision, um, you know, for those of those of you who are of the melanated persuasion and uh, whenever you have a conversation and you bring up that there was a time when Africans were kings or queens and like <laughs> like the brother in do the right thing as Mookie. Yo, when is this time you were talking about? Well, I'm going to give you just one example today but it ties into what i'm talking about and kind of focus of who i'm going to be talking about in historical sense today is emperor mansa musa now i don't know if you have um heard of him many of you have but maybe you have not he was the ninth mansa of the mali empire circa 1312 to 1337 he is considered uh, hands down to have been the richest man that ever existed. Now, those years I quoted you, 13, 12, 13, 37, those years uh, um, were considered the dark ages, right? The dark ages, the medieval ages. These are the things we've been taught, taught about that were just dark ages in the world. In Europe, nothing was happening. Well, in Europe, nothing was happening at that time or wasn't much happening. But the rest of the world was not dark. There were kingdoms all around the world, and Mansa Musa presided over one of those kingdoms. In fact, I want to read you a little bit out of a um, great book that I've read before and I'm reading again. I really suggest you pick it up, order it, because you probably ain't going to be able to get it physically anywhere. Um, it's called The Osiris Papers, Reflections on the Life and Writings of Dr. Francis Cress Wesling. Um, for those of you involved in EDI, DI, DEI work around the country or wherever at or whatever your organization, trust me, if you guys have not mentioned Francis Cress Wesling, we're scratching the surface. We don't really know what we're talking about, right? Again, the name of the book is The Osiris Papers, Reflections on the Life and Writings of Dr. Francis Cress Wesling, where there is an entry talking about Mansa Musa, uh, Mansa Musa, uh, particularly in in reflection to the Middle Ages and how we got to this the, the ongoing of capitalism and imperialism and colonialism. 
Uh, let me read you this passage from the book. Emperor Musa, who historically is considered to have been the richest person in the world, reigned over 2,000 years, 2,000 miles of land. Musa's wealth outstrips the wealth of all billionaires in U.S. dollars in 2019, including Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett. As such, with a current net worth of roughly $400 billion today, Mansa Musa is the richest person that has ever walked the planet, where just for comparison, the richest person alive at the moment, this is as of 2019, the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, worth about $130 billion, Bill Gates, with his $96.5 billion, is the second person on the list of richest people. Musa, who was a devout Muslim, went to Cairo, Egypt, and Mecca. It was during his this 4,000-mile pilgrimage that those who encountered his caravan of 60,000 were exposed to gowns of brocade and over 500 quote unquote slaves bearing gold staffs. The historical record indicates while in Cairo, Musa spent so much gold on the poor that he caused mass inflation in the area. Now, if anybody doubts this story, they can head to what is the premier map that is used by most historians, the most accurate map of the world during the Middle Ages or Medieval Ages. It is called the Catalan Atlas. It is, again, it is a map of the medieval world. And there's a prominent figure in a section of this map who is Mansa Musa. Now, in that passage I just read, you'll notice that this man has so much gold that on his trip, he spent so much gold on the poor that he caused mass inflation of the area. Now, this is historical fact. Now, how does this tie into the rest of the things that I said were in the title, right? How does this tie into Pearl, Swine, and Stunted Vision? Well, here comes the lesson from this. Mansa Musa's trip into where he was spending all this money on the poor and, you know, uh, causing inflation in the area did not go unnoticed at all. That's right. And during his trip into Europe and handing out all this gold and helping out those who were poor and just putting on this massive show, not a show. He was just doing what he was doing. He was traveling. He was trying to help the people who he ran across who were destitute or poor or needed help and needed um, money. This was one of the main things that alerted those starving kings or nobles or people in Europe that there was a lot of gold on the African continent. And this was one of the factors that led to, you know, not just England. We're talking about the Dutch, the Portuguese, this whole area. Spain led that that really kind of helped kick off imperialism and colonialism and, um, you know, the the dealings that led to shadow slavery and the raiding of Africa by him doing this precious thing and making this trip and doing all he did and giving out all he did. It did alert those who were hungry and those who were greedy that there was a whole new economy that could be had if they explored where this man was from, where this land is 
This land is rich with these resources. We need to get our hands on this. And again, you might be like, well, how does that apply to pearls and swine? Well, what I want to do is relate this to a verse in the Bible. Um, there's a verse in the Bible and you'll hear me on this podcast. I quote all kinds of scriptures and historical books because they're scriptures and historical books. We should be able to learn from all of it. My favorite quote, favorite quote comes to me and mostly Masashi. If you know the way broadly, you'll see it in all things. So I'm just able to see things and, and relate them. And, and I want to share them and, and see if you think the same about them or if they help you think about things like I do. And again, this is out of the book of Matthew. Chapter seven, verse six, as verses are laid out in these things. Um, and I'm reading a translation from the King James Bible. The words of Jesus, quote, give not that which is holy unto dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again to rend you, unquote. Um, we're not talking about cute pigs and cute dogs. If any of you have lived in the country. And you know what it is to raise a hog or feed a hog or have hogs or you're out there with wild dogs that run around. You've seen packs of wild dogs. They don't care about anything. Um, they don't care about nothing. Pigs want to wallow in the mud. They want to eat their slop. They'll eat a body if you throw it in the pen with them. And wild dogs are the same way. They'll come at you to attack you. They'll eat just about anything. They don't regard anything as holy. They don't regard anything as soft. They don't regard anything as any type of treasure. They want to eat and they want to burrow and they want to root in their own slop and dirt. And that is why even though in this you know context, Jesus is talking about his teachings and he's talking about you know, you, what you consider sacred in yourself and how you're teaching and how you're trying to bring people along. He's talking about don't give that. He's, he's making this illusion not to give that which is holy unto dogs or to that which is unsavory because they will return. The, the pogs will just trample on your pearls and then they'll come for you. The dogs will rip at your clothing and rip at you. There's nothing pretty you can give them that they're not going to destroy. And the reason why I relate these to the two is because you see just in a metaphorical sense, how here is a king, a man who was the richest of all time. And he went traveling, not just to show off his gold, but he went to spread his gold. He went to spread wealth. This was the, you know, these were ways of knowing coming out of Africa. The, the way we see capitalism today and the way we see the social structure today is not the way it was on the continent back then and much of the world back then. Um, but as he did go on this, great trip and he did spread this wealth and this gold it did come at a cost and it did let those who saw what was beautiful and what was rich and what was shiny it led them to want it themselves and again this is one of the things that kicks off the imperialistic and colonial period that you could say we still live in and that we have inherited um I like to transfer this over to vision too, especially for those who are creative. Um, doesn't matter if you work in a creative industry or you work in any type of industry. Um, things involve creation, things in, involve vision. And sometimes we have a great vision and you might entrust it to the wrong vessel. And you might think this is a situation for it and it turns out that it's not and it just ends up getting trampled and discarded and thrown away um 
This is unfortunate. And I know it happens every day. And I guess this is for anyone who's feeling like that or going through that. Just a couple of examples where I saw this, you know, where I saw this spelled out in a couple of different ways. Again, if you know the way broadly, you'll see it in all things. We're meant to be students of history so that we can relate all these things. Everything in our world is interconnected. Everything from the stars into our innermost being, to the examples and situations that we see throughout life, through government, through commerce, through our friends, through our family, through our enemies. And so I guess with that is just to be wary. If you're going through that, you're not the only one. You haven't been the only one. But it gives you a chance sometimes to be nimble and maybe update your vision and maybe look at see pitfalls that you didn't see coming in your vision and ways to execute it in the future and to know when and when to not pull triggers and to know who to entrust with your vision and who to bring along. And so, you know, that's all I wanted to share today. Again, Emperor Mansa Musa, Pearl, Swine and Stutter Vision. Um, let me know what you think in the comments, wherever you watch this at. Also, there's a cool there's a cool little uh, cool little thing. Here, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this on Anchor or Spotify. It is on Apple as well. But if you go to my Anchor page at Ahmed's Voice, there's a cool little uh, at Ahmed'sVoice.com. Also, there is a cool little note where you can leave a voice message if you feel a certain type of way and you want the voice to be heard. Uh, I'll listen to it. I'll check it out. Um, again, thank you for listening. Short version. I'm out of here. I got stuff to do. Thank you for tuning in to Ahmed's Voice again. Give me a follow, uh, Ahmed's Voice on Facebook, Ahmed's Voice on Instagram, and Ahmed's Voice on Twitter. I'll be getting some contact content back up, some blog posts, some videos, some other things, some playlists coming to you. But um, again, thank you for listening. It's all good. I'm out.